Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hello, friends. Today, I wanted to talk about saying hello to a new year. And as we're finishing up this year and ending this year, it's time to start fresh and it's always an exciting time of year. And it's a time of year we focus a lot on goal setting. So I wanted to take a little different spin on it and I wanted to give you 10 tips to set yourself up for success for the next year. Uh, my first tip, tip, and these aren't any in any particular order, it's however you, you know, what works for you. Maybe one of these will, will mean something to you and you can apply them. Uh, first tip is use your values to help you with your goals. Um, one of the things that I do, uh, and you have to determine what those values are for you, but I'm a person that doesn't like to flake out on people. If I schedule something, I'm very dependable. So I will come. If I say I'll do something, I do it. So for me, that's a value. That's something that I kind of live by. And so I know to help me to my goals, if I'm struggling, maybe with motivation, I would schedule a time to go running with somebody or swimming or hiking or whatever that keeps me motivated because and I think this is true for a lot of people if you meet up to train with someone you're more motivated to do it when when it's just you you might push the snooze again or you might decide to stay in the warm bed instead of get out and get your training in so Utilize the values that you have to get you going. So make a commitment maybe to somebody else to go. That might be helpful for you. Another tip that I have for you is to make a habit. Make whatever goals that you have, create this this daily habit for yourself to do. And at first, it may feel like you have to give yourself a lot of reminders. I utilize reminders on my phone. I'll put little notes on the fridge or on my computer screen or on my nightstand to remind me whatever new habit that I'm trying to do. Uh, that is a good way to keep that habit going, though, is just make it a part of your daily life. Um, and make it something that's reasonable. It's not, you know, crazy. But if you make it a habit, it will definitely be something that you can keep up a lot better on. And um, the next tip that I have for you to set you up for success in the next year is sign up for a race. I love to race myself. But for me, and one of the reasons I really like to exercise or uh, race is because one when you're exercising, it's one thing, but when you're training, it's like you're, for me, I kind of get into a different mindset because I am training for something particular. I have a deadline. There's this certain distance. It's in a certain place. And a lot of people, it's the commitment when they've pushed that sign up and they've paid their money and they are doing a race, they are committed to the training. So it kind of takes you to a new level of commitment. Uh, and I think part of that reason is when you sign up for a race and then you commit to it saying, hey, I've signed up for this race and you have a friend join you or something like that. It's like you're saying out loud to yourself. You're committing to doing something. There's a deadline. There's a time. And I think a lot for a lot of people, they don't want to embarrass themselves, right? So they they push themselves through training. So signing up for a race can be very, very motivating for people. And maybe you're new to racing and you're not sure how. You can certainly um, contact me. I can help you find beginner-friendly type races, a lot of great races out there. And maybe you're not a racer. You're not, like, competitive 
a race is great in the sense that you're around other people that will kind of keep you motivated because they're excited to be there and kind of the ambiance of the race is exciting. So there's lots of reasons to race, even if you're not a competitive person. Um, another tip for you setting yourself up for success would be um, focus on the process, not necessarily the outcome. Uh, I think when we're setting goals, which are super important to do, sometimes we're focusing on an end result. But really, it comes down to what you do every day, the process of every day that gets you to that goal. And it also helps you enjoy it. You really need to enjoy the journey of life where life is really the fun part, right? The destination is great, but if you enjoy being present, enjoying the now, having fun with it, then then the destination is like the cherry on top. It's like the bonus. So focus on that process versus outcome. A lot of information online you can look at uh, process goals, outcome goals, and then uh, create create that bridge between the two where you really are focusing on everyday activity that gets you to that big goal. And it seems more manageable that way. Um, fifth is uh, when you're setting yourself up for success, I do really like the SMART goal setting technique, which is the acronym S-M-A-R-T. I know you've probably heard this before, but it's, I think, really important to set those goals um, so you can know where you're going. Only dead fish go with the flow, right? So make sure that those goals are very specific. They're something really achievable. And it's been surprising. I work with a lot of kind of type A personalities that tend to make goals that are just really not obtainable. So make sure they are achievable. They're realistic for yourself. Um, and they're time bound. And you can do this, break it down into even every day. So it becomes a process goal. Um, but having that idea of where you're heading is certainly going to help. It's like the picture of the puzzle. And then you can figure out those little pieces, right? So that's important. Another tip that I have for you, this would be number six. And these aren't, like I said, in any particular order, is there's a lot of peace in action. You know, do it. Go do it. And if it, if, and don't be afraid to like be flexible with your actions. If you're like, whoa, okay, this was a bit off too much. You know, I can't quite, quite get that all in my mouth, right? So bite off something smaller, right? Figure out um, how to do it. I find um, a lot of people have this, you know, they get FOMO or they're always afraid of missing out on things. And those are usually the people that don't have enough going for themselves. So make those things happen for yourself. Um, and if, you know, just go and do it. Success trains and failure complains, right? So then my next tip for you would be combat your excuses. Find the reason why you should do it. And there are those reasons. And when you're in the middle of training or doing something healthy for yourself, there are always going to be things that come up that will deter you. And often it's our own self. It's what we're saying to ourselves. So literally write down a list of the things that you might say to yourself that are excuses. And then write down the reasons that you can, the, I guess your talk back to yourself would be what you, why you should do it. What are the reasons that you should do it? And the more that you listen to those reasons or at least write those reasons out and then rehearse those reasons, the more that you're going to be able to play that in your head when you're having a hard time. Um, it's kind of like the gratitude journal I always tell you about. It's looking at things half full 
it's finding the reasons why you should do things. Um, if you tend to be a negative person and you know you are kind of a half empty person, this is going to be a really important exercise for you to do. So if you want to set yourself up for success next year, write down those excuses and then find the reasons why or what you should say. Um, there's never a perfect time. Part of what exercise is, is disciplining yourself to do it. So it's getting out there and getting it done. Uh, one thing I always like to say to myself too is, you know, I'm not getting any younger because as we get older, it gets harder a little bit, but we're going to be one day wiser tomorrow. And it's going to be, we're not any younger, right? We're never going to get any younger. We're the youngest and wisest we will ever be right now. So make it happen. Uh, the next reason, this is number eight, uh, setting yourself up for success for the new year is um, stay. the way to stay motivated is by using units of measure. So I like to do this with my athletes. Uh, one of the things that I'll do for them is I'll have them do a timed mile uh, every week or every, you know, three weeks or whatever it is, depends on the athlete. But this way it's it's measurable. It's something that's very it stays the same. Well, hopefully you're getting faster, but you're, you're comparing yourself to yourself as well. So, um, that's one thing I like to do. And it's also controllable, completely controllable. Sometimes when we make goals that are related to weight loss, we can do everything right and still not lose weight. So if you have units of measure that are completely controlled by you, like goals that are related to water or, um, I'm going to do this many push-ups, or and those kind of things keep you motivated. If you did a mile in let's say ten minutes, and you really want to break ten minutes, and then the next time you did it, you did it nine fifty-five or nine fifty, and you're so stoked because you you improved that time, and that's very motivating. It's very demotivating when you don't meet those goals or get improve. If you see improvement, that can often keep you motivated. Motivation is one of the reasons I have people hire me over and over. So you may need that uh, motivation from someone else, and that comes with accountability. But having some sort of unit of measure, it could be push-ups, it could be, like I said, a mile on the track, it could be, you know, body fat is not a bad idea. However, it's not fully controllable, but you can do things like, um, I'm going to have two fruits and three servings of vegetables today. That's very specific and it's units of measure. So think about it that way. It's very specific. I like that component. Um, tip number nine when setting yourself for, for success for the new year would be reflecting on what hasn't worked. I don't always like people to focus on the negative, but I think it's important to say, to see, you know, if you've had a goal for the last 10 years and you're not accomplishing it, something's wrong. Either you've set up a goal that's too lofty or you've had a lot of excuses, or you haven't haven't fixed the components that aren't making this goal work for you. What are what's stopping you? Is it fear, or have you actually tackled the problem? A lot of people band aid problems instead of really get down to why we're having a problem. So, I highly suggest if this is your problem, you seem to repeat your goals every year and not you're not meeting them. You're having a hard time. You're kind of stuck. I highly suggest hiring a success coach. I also do success coaching. It's part of my life coaching business. So if you're looking, you know, to have some help to identify these patterns that aren't working for you, you want to create uh, patterns that are working for you and you need some accountability and help there, I highly suggest 
um, hiring a success coach. That'll help you a lot. And it's good to reflect on your successes from the previous year as well. That may help you keep yourself motivated. I think a lot of times we get down on ourselves and we don't see what we've done well for the year. Uh, this is another good reason to have a gratitude journal because you can look back at that and you can see what has went well in your life. And I think that can be a very, very important thing to go through. Um, finally, tip number 10 is make your environment work for you. So with that, it's kind of, I'm sure you've heard that phrase of dress for success, right? And you oftentimes when we do that, we feel like more empowered and it's really important thing to do. Um, you want to surround yourself with people that are motivating to you. So I think this is why a lot of people join running groups or hiking groups and that connection and that Often we need that motivation from other people. I know I've benefited from other people that are very, very motivated to run well and then getting myself connected with them and then finding that motivation and inspiration in others around me. Um, with that said, I would be careful not to compare yourself. I think sometimes we get in that trap. You want to still have your unit of more measures that are relatable to you, but that does keep you motivated when you're around people that that are like you or want to do what you want to do. And if you're not quite there yet, surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. And that's not a bad idea. Um, I remember one particular lady that I was working with and she just couldn't seem to get motivated. And one of the things that she we rediscovered by working together is she just didn't have running tights that were comfortable. And it may seem silly, but it changed completely when we had her go get some running black classic long running tights that she could wear in the winter. And that was a big change for her because she was always cold and uncomfortable. She didn't really understand that these were the things holding her back. And so she was able to change that for herself. And then that allowed her to succeed. Now, I'm not saying you have to go buy a really expensive treadmill because that's what's holding you back. You don't have the tools. Not true. Running is one of these things that's great. We can do outside and, you know, yeah, it's good to have shoes if you need a gym membership. I mean, just figure out what's really holding you back again and then create that environment. What else? You know, another good thing to look at is why are some people meeting those goals, especially when it comes to health? And then kind of dissect their life. What are they doing to create that? Are they signing up for races? Are they, you know, um, working out with friends that will keep them motivated? What makes them successful? Because you can be successful too. You just have to figure out what's, what's holding you back and then make that environment around you support what you want to do. Again, set yourself up for success. So those are some tips for you. Just in, um, just a quick reminder of all of them is uh, one, use your values to help. So find friends. Two is make it a habit, a daily life habit. Three is set your uh, sign up for a race that will help you. Number four is focus on the process versus the outcome. Five, utilize the smart goal setting techniques. Six is do it. Get out there, create the action. Uh, no FOMO. Number seven is com combat excuses, write down those reasons, and then come up with reasons you should do it. Number eight is stay motivated and with units of measure, and those are different for everyone. If you need help, let me know. Number nine is reflect on what hasn't worked, and of course, come up with solutions. And ten is make your environment work for you. 
So hopefully that was helpful for you. I hope you all have a very uh, happy new year and that you go into the next year and say a big hello to the new year and have some great goals and get after it. If you need any help, let me know. And until next time, live well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at theblondrunner with an E and Coach Laura Erickson, and that's L-O-R-A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it so you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends. Until next time, live well. Thank you.